You are now listening to an awesome sermon from the St. Louis Dream Center. Grab a pen and some paper. You're in for a treat. Again, we just want to say thank everybody for coming out Christmas Eve. I know you could be doing a lot of other different things, but uh, what's better than to celebrate with the body of Christ, amen, and celebrate in church about this time of the year? I mean, I know there's a lot of things that go on this time of the year that people call, you know, your celebration, you know, Frosty the Snowman and Rudolph and Santa Claus and, you know, all those kind of different things and shopping and Black Friday. Oh, that's Thanksgiving. But, <laughs> but you know, the shopping spree and the 12 days of Christmas. And I just want to say, say to you today just to remind you, I know you already know it's been presented so well already this day, but uh, through song and through uh, drama, through play, and, and it's just been already presented that the reason for the season, the real meaning of Christmas is Jesus Christ. Real meaning of Christmas is Christ. Amen? So, but I want to make a challenge to the, those who are all believers that believe on Jesus Christ during this season in all the holiday festivities and the frosty snowmans and all that stuff, be ready to tell somebody about the real meaning of Christmas. Uh, because Jesus was born to die. Somebody say amen. <laughs> he was born to die. I mean, the, the fundamental truths of Christianity are, are three things and two being major. And those three things is that the birth of Jesus and the miraculous birth of Jesus. He was born through a virgin. That means there wasn't a man involved, but God supernaturally put Jesus inside Mary. If you don't believe that, you can't be saved because there would be no savior, there would be no you and me if it wasn't for Jesus. Come on. We couldn't be saved if he wasn't born without sin. And the only way he could be born without sin, a human being couldn't be involved because all humans born into the planet Earth are born as sinners, born with a spirit that is diseased, if you will, spiritually speaking, with this thing called sin. It's a nature, it's a, it's a makeup that causes us to be hostile to God in his ways because he's a holy God. He's a sinless God. Everything God does is perfect and is right. And he created us, mankind, in his likeness. We were created to not live a sinful lifestyle, to rebel against him and do things opposite of the way he says to do them. But because of one man's disobedience, the whole world fell into what we call sin, a spirit, a nature that rebels against God's ways of doing and being right. That's why your three-year-old, you know, lies. <laughs> Come on. You say, did you break that? No. <laughs> Come on. It's just in our nature. Come on. We're just born with that nature. And if you don't get born again, that nature will control you. But even after you get born again, we have to learn to renew our mind and control our bodies because your bodies don't get changed. Your mind has to be renewed. But just like Jesus was born from above, a miraculous birth, 
we too get to be born from above. The Word of God tells us that Jesus was the firstborn of many brethren and sisters. I said Jesus was the firstborn of many brethren. So what I'm saying is this year, during the holiday season, don't just fit in, be a light. Come on. Don't just fit in when you go around your family and house and, and, and the different things that's going on. I know we all got different ways of celebration. Uh, as you go into the gas station or if you got to make that last run before the stores close today, don't get in such a hustle and bustle that you forget the real reason of the season. And be ready to tell somebody. Nudge your neighbor and say, go tell somebody. Go tell it on them. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> Over the hills and everywhere. Okay. But that's what we need to do because in 2024 here at the St. Louis Dream Center, one of the, the things the Lord's been putting on Helen in my heart is to really build the kingdom of God in 2024. It's not like we haven't been, but to put an extra push. And Jesus said the kingdom of God is not a place. It's in you. God sets up his rule and reign in you. He rules over you, his kingdom, when we make Jesus the Lord and Savior of our life. But three things you got to believe. You got to believe he was born sinless, mean it was miraculous from above. You got to believe also that he died in your place. He didn't die for himself. He died for you. The penalty for sin is separation from God. And all that's good. Jesus did that for you and I. Matter of fact, John 3.16 said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that all who would believe should not perish but have everlasting life. And the third thing you got to believe if you want to get in on this thing, and it's a good thing in this life and the life to come. Come on. In this life, you can have God in you, with you, everywhere you go. It doesn't do away with the challenges of life, but it gives you the answer to every one of them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Anybody testify that today? Glory to God. Whether it be sickness, disease, come on. Whether it be financial, relationship issues, come on. Whether it be accidents, whatever it might be, in Christ, in God, a born-again believer has a solution and an answer to it. He'll show you what to do and how to overcome every time. I said every time. I said every time. Woo, glory to God. But you got to also believe in the resurrection. That Jesus ain't in the grave. He's not in Mary's in the, in the manger anymore. But he lives forevermore. I said he lives forevermore. So two, two times of the year that are, 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 are strong times for believers in Jesus Christ is Christmas and Easter because they signify that you believe it and you acknowledge it. Now, don't get into no argument with your relatives that he wasn't born on the 25th. Come on. <laughs> don't get into no arguments that this is just a pagan holidays. You got them trees and that. That's just a distraction. Come on. That's just a distraction. We know these things don't really mean anything. Come on. Come on. But it's one time of the year that most of the world pauses and acknowledges that something miraculous happened. That there was a birth in a manger somewhere that wasn't from man but from above. So take out the time this year and just listen to the Holy Spirit to be a light. Come on. And just share with somebody this year the real meaning of Christmas. 
that you too can be born from above miraculously. And then if they say, well, how? All I'm saying is be a witness. You ain't got to know a scripture or nothing to be a good witness. Come on. A witness, all he does or she does is tell what they saw. How many of you have been born again, been saved? I know I got saved at 18, and I, I would go through it, but it's a long story. But I'll tell you, this is what I saw. I saw a young man that was chasing this and chasing that, and you can fill in the blanks, getting high here, there, looking forward to making six figures and having a good career, and was dissatisfied and unhappy, and said, there's got to be something more to life than this. And my sister had just got saved, and she led me to the Lord, and I tell you, here's what I saw. Come on, put your hand on the Bible. I, 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 I declare to tell the truth, oh, truth, my the truth. <laughs> oh, help you, oh, so help me God. This is being a witness. Just, you don't have to preach at people. You don't have to preach against nothing. Just tell them what you saw. That when I believed in my heart that Jesus was born of a virgin and he came and died in my place. I ain't talking about religion here, y'all. <laughs> I'm talking about a spiritual reality. That he died in my place and he was raised from the grave. The power of God came in and changed this man, changed this young man. I went from being a sinner to being a saint, to being righteous, to being holy. I didn't earn it. Come on. It just was imputed to me. It was given to me. It's like somebody just deposited a million dollars in my bank. I didn't have to work for it. I didn't have to earn it. It was just given to me. Now you have to learn how to walk in it. Come on. You have to learn how to live in it. And, and that's why you come to church. At least that's why you should, you know, to learn how to walk in this new life and how to handle this body and renew your mind. But I tell you, the next day I got up, the skies looked bluer. Anybody know what I'm talking about? The grass looked greener. People I didn't like, used to like, I kind of said, they all right. <laughs> Come on. The dogs look different. They look more livelier. I mean, I was born again from above. I was a new creation in Christ Jesus. Come on. I had a new nature. The original intent for my creating was done because of one man's obedience, Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah. Come on. He took my place, and a great exchange took place. For his, for my sins, he took all my sins, your sins too, if you believe. I mean, everything, I said this one time in a Bible study, and, and I need to elaborate on I said, everybody in the world is saved, just to get their attention, you know. But everybody in the world ain't going to heaven. Everything that's needed to be done has been done for everybody to go to heaven. Everything is all done to those who believe it and receive it. If you don't believe it and receive it, you won't have it. But everything that's needed to be done for you to be forgiven of all your sins and live in this life where sin no longer has dominion over you and to enter into eternity, because everybody going to live forever, whether you're a sinner or sane or whatever, it just depends on where you're going to live. And God's not sending anybody to hell. We were all on our way <laughs> on the, the Polar Express. I guess it wouldn't be Polar going to hell, though. Come on. <laughs> the Inferno Express. <laughs> we were all on our way to hell. Mankind was. 
because of the rebellion of the first man, Adam. But because of one man's disobedience, God caused another train to come of salvation. Come on. And if you want to get off that train and get on that train, he's got a ticket for you. Come on. He's got a ticket for you, but you have to believe it and take it. If he's not going to force anything on anybody because he's created us in his likeness that you have a free will and it's something you have to choose. But he loves you so much, he's doing everything in his power right now. Some of you may have just heard this story put this way the first time and the Holy Ghost is working on you and the light bulbs are going off that I got to change. Today's your day. Amen. Why don't we just all stand? And pray these prayers together. I'm just going to lead everybody. And if this is your first time praying this from your heart, come on. Just receive Jesus today as your Lord and your Savior. I said your Lord and your Savior. Not just as Savior and then go on your way and live whatever way you want. That isn't how it works, y'all. You have to receive him as your Savior and your Lord. You have to do what he says and not make up your own rules. What he calls sin, you call sin. What you call right, what he calls right, you call right. And then you can walk in the blessings and the goodness of God. Amen? You can't just pray the prayer and think you're going to make it in. Come on. You got to also live for him. I said you also have to live for him. You have to repent. You have to change. Repentance is not feeling bad or sad or crying. Now, you might feel that way. But repentance is change. Somebody say change. change. Let's pray this prayer together. Say, God, I believe your word is true. That all mankind is born as sinners. But you've made a way of escape. You said that whosoever would believe in their heart that Jesus came to bear my sins and he died in my place and was raised from the dead and lives forevermore. Father God, you said whosoever would believe that and acknowledge it would be saved. You also said that we have to bring fruits of repentance. We have to change wherever you tell us to. So God, I'm willing. I want to love you. I'm going to love you. I'm willing to change wherever you show me to change. In my beliefs, in my thinking, in my speaking, or my deeds. I ask you now, forgive me, cleanse me from all my sins. Save me because I do believe that Jesus was born for me, died for me, and was resurrected from the dead. I thank you now, Father God, for saving me. And I declare that Jesus is Lord over me. Come on, somebody give God some praise this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Now, God has one more gift he wants you to have too. Not just the gift of salvation, but in order for you to live your life victoriously in this world, because we're in a fallen world with an adversary, with evil spirits, 
He wants to give you a leg up or a heads up or put you over to top where you can beat him every time. And you need to be filled, baptized with the Holy Spirit. But you have to ask for it. Luke eleven thirteen says, how much more won't our Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? God doesn't force anything on you. Now, if you prayed that prayer for the first time or you reaffirmed your faith, the Holy Spirit's working in there and changed you already. But now you want to invite him in. And he'll come in and give you strength to live this life. He'll empower you to be a witness. He'll empower you and encourage you. Come on. He'll lead you and show you what the Word of God means, the Bible means. He'll illuminate to you. He'll also give you a supernatural ability to speak in a language that you don't learn, where you can talk directly to God when you don't know what to say or how to say it or that you even need to know to say it. So if that's you this morning, just say, God, Father God, I want everything that you have for me. I ask that you fill me now with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll give God some more praise this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hope you enjoyed that message. If you live in the St. Louis area or ever plan to visit, we'd love for you to join us at one of our services at 4324 Margareta. Be blessed. We hope to worship with you soon.